Hello and welcome to the very first episode of uh, Spark Life Radio Project. Today we have with us a famous uh, counseling uh, psychologist, Ms. Labdhi Shah. She's counseling psychologist at Mindroot and a counseling therapist at the Live Love Love Foundation, a mental health initiative by Deepika Padukone. Hello Ms. Shah, welcome to the podcast. Hello, thank you so much for having me. Let me just uh, start by asking that uh, you you've been uh, counseling psychologists for such a long time. What inspired you to become one? Right. So, uh, yes, I've been practicing for a decade now and mm-hmm. uh, the journey has been very exciting because when I started actually the process of deciding that I want to be a therapist I was really little I was probably in my fifth or sixth grade oh, I cannot wow. remember very clearly okay um, and you know I come from a Gujarati background okay. I've been a typical uh, soboite from Mumbai <laughs> right and uh, my parents wanted to give me this exposure towards what you know the reality is beyond just the world we live in mm-hmm. So on most of our special occasions we would land up going to NGOs or any um old age home mm-hmm. where we interact with various different people and their problems. Right. And that kind of sensitized me from the beginning towards you know the troubles that were going on mm-hmm. with people. But one such specific trip which I had to mm-hmm. um, an NGO at Worli, which I remember, which is okay. also in Bombay, mm-hmm. and uh, there was a therapist who was conducting this workshop. So I had gone in summers. So we were doing this little act of giving um, mango okay. to uh, all the children who were there, and she was conducting this workshop, which I wasn't even a part of, but I was only overviewing how she was taking the session and. And, uh, you know the life that she was touching yeah. of so many people together. I could see some children with uh, you know tears rolling through their eyes. Oh, wow. Some who shared their uh, experiences as well, and uh, it was very heartwarming. Okay. So as a child, when you see you know something like that happening, you kind of question that how wonderful it is that so many people are helped by this one person mm-hmm. with just talking i mean something as simple as just talking can make such a big difference right so that was my beginning uh, i would say a stepping stone towards the journey of becoming a therapist okay. then of course as and how i grew up i got into uh, understanding what the subject is mm-hmm. uh, speaking to different professionals okay and uh, then finally i decided this is what i wanted to do uh, read a few books did a little research uh, just by myself okay. got to uh, you know knowing what are the important things you must have to become a therapist you know things like empathy compassion to be able to listen patiently without saying anything you know um, all these are very important qualities so to mark that on my checklist that do i fall in this category and will i be able to do justice mm-hmm. was uh, like a self uh, discovery process and i very well managed to the whole experience has been beautiful because i had to give in 7 years of studying the same subject right. yes. so to patiently go through uh, you know the step from beginning level to the expert level of doing my ba 
mm-hmm. bachelor's of arts with a honor in psychology and then mm-hmm. to do my master's so that's how <laughs> this journey has been wow it's it's wonderful to know that and uh, pretty inspiring as well so how do we understand mental health from a professional perspective right so um you know what i have been observing is that these days everybody's talking mental health everybody yes. is uh, discussing it tweeting about it you know mm-hmm. uh, sharing on social media that we must talk we must indulge mm-hmm. but the information and understanding of what really is mental health is very little so okay. uh, one of the reasons that we are talking about this today and very put in a question from your end what really is mental health mental health includes our emotional psychological and social well-being so it's as simple as it's your dna you know what is it that you that impacts you how you feel how you think and that will eventually lead to how you behave and act that is what your mental health is it determines how we handle stress how we relate to others mm-hmm. you know your decision making the choices you make mm-hmm. um very simple understanding of what mental health is mm-hmm. is that no one size fits all so if every person is able to understand mm-hmm. that there is a problem in front of me mm-hmm. but you and i are going to react to it differently so that basically shows what my mental well-being is okay so um also that mental health is extremely important because it doesn't really uh it's not a matter of fact only at a certain age that you start understanding or realizing how mm-hmm. important it is mm-hmm. it is important at every stage of life from your childhood to your adolescence through adulthood till you become a senior citizen you know because we stay in a culture where the social impact or the environmental impact is so much on everything we do mm-hmm. that it sometimes overpowers the essence of your individuality okay what yeah. typically happens is you know since you are a man i can tell you that i'm sure since childhood you heard boys don't cry mm-hmm. mart ko dard nahi hota you know yeah. these phrases are so commonly used yeah uh, beti paraya dhan hai mm-hmm. or i mean typical uh, phrases that we use kyu padhna hai mm-hmm. at the end of the day beti ko to shaadi karke hi apne sasural jana itna padke kya karoge yes you know and to taboo how men should not be in the kitchen bavarti banna hai you know those those kind of statements are so loosely used that mm-hmm. it impacts one's ability to take choices so much more right. and that's when a mental health therapist comes into the picture that we can guide and help them through these decisions of their lives right and uh, coming to mental health experts uh, often we see that uh, in general there is a lack of understanding about different roles uh, mental health experts can play It's like from a clinical psychologist to a counselor to a psychologist so uh, would you care to explain to our listeners that what are the different kind of mental health experts and who can approach whom uh, in what kind of situation absolutely i think it's a very valid question in this situation that uh, you know there are so many 
subtypes and people usually get confused sometimes they don't know the basic difference that there is yeah. a psychiatrist and a psychologist who have different roles definitely so yes. let me begin with first the basic of what a counselor is right a counselor basically is a person who is specifically trained to provide advice okay now this person who is providing advice can be trained in an institute or uh, an ngo or wherever they are working right. so let's say for example a school decides to have a counselor mm-hmm. that person not necessarily is a mental health therapist but is a person who has been trained to deal with the usual problems that one faces in that setting i understand but if there is a mental health counselor who's mm-hmm. also called as a counseling psychologist or a psychotherapist okay this person is one who has been trained to study a subject for to 7 years like we mentioned exactly uh whenever you go to a specialist it's important that you know their degree and their mm-hmm. specialization okay. so um a person who treats mental disorders Mm-hmm. by psychological rather than medical means is what a psychologist does they do not prescribe medicines okay. they basically use talk therapy okay. so these are mental health practitioners who practice in treating patients with emotional crises stress anxiety behavioral disorders okay they are basically a uh, primary responsibility includes offering patients consultation and mm-hmm. implementing individualized psychological treatment like i said you know no one size fits all mm-hmm. when you want to go to get an outfit made you will decide that you want to go to a designer or a tailor right so it's the same way this is an expert or a specialist in psychology who focuses extensively on psychotherapy and treating emotional and mental sufferings understand yeah this is going to be with behavioral intervention depending on the school of thought uh, you know psychologists use different techniques okay. depending on your uh, symptoms mm-hmm. so it helps to improve overall health mm-hmm. and they work with individuals couples families hmm. by identifying and diagnosing the mental behaviors and emotional disorders right so when uh, he or she uh, you know makes a developmental treatment plan you come with an issue they make a plan hmm. and then you collaborate whether you need a psychiatrist on board whether you require medicines while you are doing therapy or just uh, you know giving talk therapy is enough for you oh. so that's what they would decide hmm. and uh, basically uh they provide and help you you know with like life management issues you are not settling in your new job or a new school you're moving states or let's say uh you want to decide on choosing a partner for marriage right these are the things you would have trouble in which is why some people go for premarital and post marriage hmm. counseling sessions yeah, so this is what a counseling psychologist has done a mm-hmm. clinical psychologist typically has an mphil degree okay. and they are licensed uh, with 
an institute which is called as RCI. Mm-hmm. They would get licensed after being two years under supervision with a psychiatrist. Okay. So they cannot prescribe medicines, mm-hmm. but typically they do psychological assessments. Uh, what that really means is like, let's say, Devadeep, you have fever, right. and you don't know what kind of fever it is. So you will uh, go to a lab to of check course. whether you have malaria, typhoid, like whatever the a issue diagnosis. is. Right, a diagnosis. So clinical psychologists use paper pencil techniques Mm -hmm. and they will be able to tell you by the end of it what really is a problem that you are having. Mm -hmm. So it's like going to a lab, right? Mm -hmm. It's just the same thing. A counseling psychologist has a stronger focus on healthy individuals who have few pathological mental problems, whereas a clinical psychologist have a stronger focus Mm -hmm. with patients uh, who have psychosis or let's just see a very, very severe serious mental health issues right and then comes uh, the head in this field who is the psychiatrist uh, these are trained medical doctors they prescribe medicine hmm. and do spend more time uh, with the patients on medication management of course understand so this is typically the difference between all the mental health professionals right Thanks. That that was quite informative and I hope uh, it clears a lot of uh, doubts about whom to approach when. And uh, you said that uh, uh, we also, when we have a fever, we approach uh, a doctor or a lab for getting it diagnosed that what kind of fever it is. Uh, But when we discuss uh, mental health, a lot of words are just thrown around such as uh, stress, anxiety, depression, uh, and they're used literally that, oh, I'm too stressed. But uh, for a mental health expert, these words carry, uh, you know, much more meaning. So uh, can you tell us like, uh, what are the different contours of uh, stress, anxiety, or depression that people need to understand that uh, that can make them differentiate between the literal use and the medical use of it sure absolutely so stress like you said you know it's so loosely used but it's actually subject to pressure or tension basically Mm -hmm. stress is your body's way of responding to any kind of demand or threat so when you see danger whether it's real or imagined your Mm -hmm. body starts showing a defense against it so it's a way of your body protecting you towards whatever's coming your way. Anything that puts high demand on you can be stressful. You know, this includes anything positive or negative. So if you're getting married, it can be stressful. You're buying a house, it can be stressful. Going to college, again, can be stressful for some, can be exciting for some. Even receiving a promotion, you know, you are so overwhelmed that you're stressed that I don't know now if I'll be able to live up to the expectations of reaching a certain position. That's interesting, yes. So stress is a feeling of emotional strain and pressure. Mm -hmm. Uh, It is a type of a psychological pain. Small amounts of stress is desired because it is beneficial. You know, sometimes if you are not stressed, you will not perform that well. Mm -hmm. But if too much of it is happening, then, you know, it's going to kind of obstruct Mm -hmm. or uh, stop you from performing. So then there is no motivation. uh, You know, there is no reaction to the environment. You are just cocooned and you are taking a step back because now you're scared to do anything. Right. 
So this is the literal understanding of stress. Uh, you know, when people say that they are stressed, sometimes it is positive stress because they are not realizing that it's doing good for their body. But it's a very fine line for a normal person to know the difference. Of course. So that's when you know therapists come in picture because they are able to help and uh, open the envelope for them to mm-hmm. show them that this is what you can deal with and this is what is now hampering you. Yeah, now coming to anxiety uh, which also is like too much anxiety then eventually leads to anxiety attacks panic attacks so anxiety is basically an emotion which gets characterized by feeling of tension mm-hmm. like worried thoughts and physical changes but it also shows on the body so there is literal increase of blood pressure yeah Uh, people who have an anxiety disorder they have these recurring thoughts so it's not like it's coming to me just once i'm literally feeling that all day long yeah. and uh, they may avoid you know situations if i'm getting anxious going in crowded places i will just stop going out of the house or attending big events weddings um any musical event any of that you know wherever i see more people yeah. uh, there is a feeling of apprehension and fear basically it's characterized by palpitations you're sweating mm-hmm. it's like literally showing on you mm-hmm. and right. uh, there are i mean the possible causes include environmental stressors uh, you know difficulty with your relationships mm-hmm. uh, in family yeah uh, a lot of times it's important that people don't recognize but if there is somebody in the family who has anxiety disorder mm-hmm. it's more likely that another individual in the family may experience it aha uh-huh. so it is somewhat hereditary sometimes yes right. um and also an anxiety attack you know involves a fear of specific occurrence um, uh-huh. or problem that could happen so you know worry restlessness mm-hmm. possible physical symptom or uh, change of your heart rate mm-hmm. yeah of course and um, it is diff- it's different from panic attack mm-hmm. but it can occur as a part of anxiety or panic disorder right so typically in a panic attack there is a uh, your heart is pounding really hard you're mm-hmm. shaking there's loss of breath um yeah. you know you're feeling choked there is like extreme discomfort mm-hmm. you have uh, these chills you get upset stomach you know mm-hmm. these are typically what panic attack uh, physical symptoms are okay and uh, coming to what depression is it's basically a mood disorder that uh, causes persistent feeling of you know feeling sad i'm constantly feeling sad of course uh, i don't feel like doing anything i don't feel like getting up from my bed i don't feel like brushing even your simple things like shower eating brushing is not something a person wants to do mm-hmm. and this is of course the major depressive uh, symptoms mm-hmm. where it's more clinical you know it it affects how you feel you think you behave Mhm. And it can lead to varying of uh, emotional and physical problems. Of course. Okay. So these are typically the three uh yeah, uh, types uh, that you mentioned. Right. And uh, it is also very different uh, when it comes to different individual as I understand. So uh you know uh, when it comes to someone suffering from these there are many studies that suggest that india and all over the world there is almost an epidemic of sort uh, mental health that people are silently suffering so uh, 
do you think uh, the access to mental health experts uh, should be made more easy it should be made more uh, like a regular access to physician we all probably have uh, the access to mental health expert is as important as access to a physical health expert absolutely devadeep there is something very um, enlightening that came across to me yesterday okay. that there is a senior doctor at aims mm-hmm. uh, the all india medical insight yeah. in delhi yeah that a psychiatrist who was uh, you know studying to further get his specialization committed suicide oh my god okay now this is so unfortunate because he himself is studying the subject mm-hmm. so you can understand the pressure you know he jumped uh, from i think his hostel which is which was from the 10th floor okay. and uh, being a resident doctor himself you know you can imagine how um how difficult it must have been for him of course and if you see he was blogging his journey uh you know I, in the article i read that uh, he has blocked everything about a psychiatry trainee struggle with depression because he himself was going through it okay in fact uh, he's given this analogy of hypertension to explain depression that you know both these can be reduced by exercise and medication mm-hmm. but if it's not controlled how you need medicines as well you know to understand that if there is someone telling you that you require medication you do require medication of course um now having said that you know when you say that just how people go to uh, their general physicians their gps family doctors yeah. in india every household whether you are uh, at a different financial strata you do have a family doctor somebody who's like you know your two go person go for regular checkups yes exactly um why do you go to them because you have a physical symptom if there is a child in the house who has a running nose who is choked and who is coughing yeah. the parents immediately take them to the doctor if there is an adult who has uh, let's say fever you can check the temperature and you go to the doctor because you know you have fever if you have fallen or had a, a bad fracture mm-hmm. you know you go to a doctor but for mm-hmm. mental health because it's not physically showing people don't understand the importance of it yeah. when we uh, promote um, at mind root which is uh, my mental health clinic right we are constantly making efforts from our social media video um, you know webinars to tell people that this is not something that only the privileged can have Mm-hmm. it is a right that every individual must have right because at every given age you need somebody to support to help you through those crises and when it is somebody who is unknown who is a third party and is going to give you uh, guidance without being biased to the situation it can give you the right confidence to lead life correctly mm, exactly which is why uh, it is so very important to have a mental health therapist in every household you know somebody mm-hmm. you confide in uh, let's say you know a family decides that this is the person who is now going to treat anybody mm-hmm. and to explain to every family member that this is one person if you have any emotional trouble yeah. please call them up seek their help uh, you know we are not judging you we are not going to stigmatize or taboo the exactly. situation that you are in 
you know, we are not going to question why did you go to meet that person. If there is a trouble, feel free to reach out to this individual and they will help you through it. So whether there is, uh, you know, trouble with a child who is probably getting bullied or has uh, parents who have separated, you know, there are so many things that can happen at every age. And it's vital and so important that they have somebody they can call or meet and now obviously because of the pandemic we are even more available on video calls so you are sitting in your comfort zone but you're still letting out everything that you're feeling burdened with within and you're sharing it that automatically helps you through so many issues because you're going to be able to hear yourself when you're talking Mm -hmm. and have the battle is won there I completely agree and uh, we have these uh, difficult conversations, Uh, much of it was triggered by the tragic death of uh, popular actor Sushant Singh Rajput. Even after that, uh, an actor from Karnataka committed suicide, Sushil Gaura. And uh, these, uh, for mental health experts, I think these are issues that are extreme, that are uh, like the, probably the last uh, resort people. Uh, adhere to but uh, when you talk to so many of uh, your uh, uh, patient who uh, seek help how do you deal with it personally is how difficult is uh, to listen to everyone's problem and keep yourself available all the time to uh, give them remedies Yes, this is a very, very valid question. And honestly, with my personal experience, when I decided that I wanted to take this up professionally, coming from uh, the background I do, my parents absolutely objected. They said, you know, this cannot be something we want you to indulge in. Mainly because, um, you know, I have been sheltered so very well in a typical uh, Gujarati family where there is immense love given but there is no uh, exposure mm-hmm. to the outside problems like real on field problems okay so you know even for me in my journey mm-hmm. when i had to travel by train and uh, you know go to my college or my hospital for my internships and work my parents would get so protective saying that why do you want to do this why don't you just settle in to do commerce and you know mm-hmm. you eventually have to get married but to explain to them that this is what is going to bring satisfaction to me and this is what is my decision and my uh, choice of interest was important. So once if there is a therapist who is sure and is committed completely into this profession, it's, uh, you know, half the cake prepared already. And it's just the icing that is kind of left. Right. So yes, I won't disagree. We, we do have days where, you know, sometimes there are issues at home and everybody has a personal life as well. Of course. So um, I do tell my patients there are days where I'm not going to be able to deliver my work well. And it's okay to tell them that today I may cancel the appointment because I want to do the best for you. Of course. If there are things that are troubling at my end, it's very, uh, it's writing actually for to say that instead of giving into a therapy which is not well structured or performed well, you rather just say that this is a day I want to take off, I may cancel the appointment, then reschedule it. Of course. And uh, 
to indulge in self-care as much as we tell our clients and patients to we do it ourselves like when i feel overwhelmed mm-hmm. i feel like i have taken too many sessions back to back like you mentioned sushant singh's suicide had so much of an impact we would get uh, calls you know midnight right. for people who we wanted to help we wanted mm-hmm. to keep to but at the same time i also had to look after myself so mm-hmm. if i want to listen to music that kind of boosts my emotions and my mood i do that whether it is uh, you know something as simple as a hot water shower mm-hmm. you exfoliate you relax basically whether it's talking to school friends i love painting i love reading books Amazing. i love singing i do play guitar sometimes okay. so you know any musical instrument or anything that you feel this is what uplifts me mm-hmm. is what you should indulge in okay and also very important is as a therapist we also have a therapist that we reach out to when oh, we need wonderful. help so there is no shame attached to it uh, you know i have a team there mm-hmm. are three people who are in it and when we talk to each other we discuss the uh cases we have we discuss the problems we are facing sometimes you reach a roadblock and you want to do your best but you are not able to so mm-hmm. it's okay to seek help it's okay to discuss we i've also created this platform amongst uh, south bombay mental health professionals okay it's a whatsapp group uh, where only therapists are uh, a part of and each one of us share anything that troubles us any cases we have that could re- reach a roadblock possibly mm-hmm. and it's just nice to be uh, telling yourself every day that you yourself are work in progress you know no matter yeah. how much knowledge you think you may have to know from other people to be open and accepting to more knowledge is never going to get wasted or do any harm to you of course Misha I also wanted to ask you about a lot of the conversation about mental health is on social media uh, we will be putting this podcast out in social media so some mm-hmm. viewers may have a concern about uh, the privacy issues uh, because you see a uh, lot of people are dealing with problems that are extremely personal in nature and they share a lot of things with their um, uh, therapists that can be confidential in nature how do you reassure those uh, people who want to seek out uh, who seek out help but also a little concerned about uh, what if uh, their problems become public right so devadeep i want to bring to your notice that the concept of a psychologist or mental health you know coming on social media has only been very new actually very recently okay because in my practice of uh, you know being uh, in this field for a decade now mm-hmm. initially we were very discreet about it you know nobody wanted to be uh, even told that there is a therapist they are going to or seeking help and if they did go they wouldn't talk about it not even to their first family or you know people that close mm-hmm. and uh, one of the things we as therapists also do is that before we start the sessions we have a confidentiality agreement that the psychologist as well as the client coming to us signs on 
mm-hmm. which keeps it uh, you know a privilege of the client that everything mm-hmm. that's shared is uh, just between the two individuals and nobody else right so much so that if they ever see us publicly also we tell them that uh, do not feel bad that we don't acknowledge you because we don't know the people you are with okay, we don't yeah. know you know the questions yeah, that would follow who's this person how do you know them it's a typical mm-hmm. human uh, trait you know to ask to be inquisitive mm-hmm. of course so uh, you know keeping that in mind we prepare and we don't acknowledge you you do not uh, feel bad in that situation just be uh, assured that we are doing it for your betterment mm-hmm. uh, sometimes even we are with family and friends and we don't want to discuss anything about our clients with them or you know have them ask us questions like is that your patient is that a client right does that person have a mental health issue okay and uh, honestly social media has played a important role because now we can reach out to the masses mm-hmm. help them uh, kind of understand mental health mm-hmm. issues that we have never spoken about in schools in colleges even at home yeah. among family if you discuss uh, mm-hmm. you know troubles like i'm feeling stressed or if you tell your parents that डिप्रेशन हो रहा है देवर टेल यू योगा करो बेटा दिन ब्रीद आउट करो सो जाओ कल सब ठीक हो जाएगा राइट राइट सो इन in our state that we are in and because blogging and bloggers are becoming the new trend uh, in the generations mm-hmm. to come yeah also that it's funny but there's this one incident that i would like to share with you that oh, please we did not start social media for a very long time but there was this one fine day where the servant in my house mm-hmm. landed up sending me a facebook friend request oh okay <laughs> it was very funny when i saw it mm-hmm. but it kind of made me think that because everybody these days have smartphones yeah and are using apps whether it's the dadaji in the house to the milkman to your security card yeah everybody is on youtube or facebook or yeah. some of the other app right. it would be best to stimulate a conversation about mental health by doing mm-hmm. you know we are doing various videos webinars and uh, you know using different platforms right. to reach out to people because that will stimulate the conversation basically the awareness of mental health will reach out and then that automatically will open them to seeking help okay yeah so the larger goal is to help the society to reach out to masses who are not seeking therapy because of uh, you know issues like finances mm-hmm. i mean they cannot afford mm-hmm. or whatever the reason is to be able to connect to people around the world yeah not just uh, you know in bombay because we are based out of bombay but yeah. going uh, pan india or around the world is what i thought was primary to kind of start the mind route social media exactly okay 
so yeah it's a uh, very interesting and uh, the users uh, should know that though social media is all pervasive and it's uh, the presence is everywhere but when it comes to talking to your therapist uh, all data and all information they remain as confidential as before even we live in the age where social media connects everything but uh, and the uh, but uh, therapist they have a different code uh, like ms shah said uh, the information that you share with your therapist it will always remain confidential and you don't have to worry about the information being leaked out at all yes absolutely and to add to that devadeep uh, to tell them that even when they give a feedback or a review we okay. never disclose the name sometimes it can uh, you know make the viewers question that who has written this but because our uh, profession is such that it is extremely crucial that we do not discuss mm-hmm. or even give out the details in any form right that is one of the reasons we don't even quote the names ah uh, that's very very reassuring uh thank you ms shah for clarifying that point i'm sure that would go in a long way to uh, make uh, users the ma- uh, make uh, people to reach out more uh, without any uh, fear of their information being leaked out yes yes and uh, you know in that note uh, i mean i would uh, like to say to everyone who is listening that uh, miss uh, shah says it's okay to not feel okay and uh, help is uh, available uh, miss shah gives uh, personal online uh, counseling sessions on spark.live so if anyone of you are feeling overwhelmed if you want to talk to someone help is always available uh, i cannot thank you enough for uh, uh, speaking to us uh, today ms shah uh, so many issues you have uh, uh, elaborated and explained so lucidly that i think everyone who has some interest in the subject or who is uh, looking to understand more about mental health uh, can immensely benefit from your talks thank you so much thank, thank you. you for thank having you. me thank you much thanks bye bye and we will come back with another episode very soon thank you